Hey there, Innovate IBM community. This is Rob Williams, your host and guide through our exploration of the evolution of people, practices, and technologies that are changing our industry today. Not tomorrow, but today. Let's face the facts, folks. The world of business is not getting any easier to navigate. Technologies are changing. Business models are changing. The way that people interact with tech and business is changing, and this is challenging. But it's not all that scary for the prepared. It's a challenge. But for those who love challenges, it can even be fun. I imagine if you're listening to this podcast right now, you probably fall right into this category. You like the challenges. This is your fun. So you're in good company. I'm right here with you. This is a segment we're going to call Big Action Fridays, where we will dig into actionable steps to level up your place and career in business. Cool? Big Action Friday will be published every other Friday, so you'll want to subscribe and catch every single episode so that you can empower yourself to achieve growth in your business and your career. Bright futures are in store for those who take big actions in life. I firmly believe this. This has been true in my life, and it's been true in every successful person's life that I know. So, what are we calling big actions? Well, it's a lot of things really, and it's a few things that it is, a few things that it is not. Big actions are not baby steps, although those are necessary too. Big actions are the bold activities that move life, business, and career forward. That's my definition of what a big action is. Big actions get you out of your comfort zone, right? That's kind of a defining characteristic. Big actions aren't a bunt but they're a swing for the fences. If I can use a baseball analogy here, big actions are necessary to reach big goals and big actions express true priorities. Big actions are what make successful people successful. So if you want to be successful, you got to take big actions. Nelson Mandela once said, it's always impossible until it's done. It sounds like he was talking about big actions. Ultimately, what we're talking about here is getting your desires out of your mind and into the real world. If everything stays bottled up in your mind, it will never become your reality. But when you bring it out into your action or by your action, then you are demanding it. When you demand it, you stand an exponentially better chance of receiving it. And that's what we want. Sometimes this looks like presenting your ideas to that person you thought was too powerful or busy to talk to just getting brave and saying hey i'm gonna get this guy i'm gonna maybe i'm starting small i'm gonna start with an email i'm gonna find a way to contact this person give them an email and and let them know what i've got in my mind because hey they might be interested right maybe for you it's leaving your corporate gig to break out on your own maybe maybe it's a complete change of occupation Maybe the industry you're in is the wrong industry for you and you're ready to do something different. Maybe it's about making the commitment to learn a new software tool or some some new discipline so that you can level up in your career. 
It might even be a matter of stepping down from a managerial role to take on something less demanding so that you can focus on your family or your health. Because success isn't all about money or power, despite what you might see on social media, right? Innovate IPM is a really a perfect example of taking massive action here. And if you haven't heard of the story, I'll, I'll be brief. But I was a technical speaker at Aspen Tech's Optimize uh, 2019, which is last year. And I, uh, I was getting to know one of the marketing managers who was uh, in charge of the track that we were involved with. And if you don't know about Aspen Tech's Optimize conference, it's a, it's a good sized conference. It's a fun conference. Um, if you get a chance, go. It only happens every two years. And I had this idea of the podcast, and it was really only just an idea, just a concept. So the day before, uh, the fellow's name was David Legrand, and the day before I was scheduled to speak, I emailed David Legrand, just kind of on a whim, really. I had recorded episode zero, and I shot it over to David and I said, Hey man, I would really like to appreciate, I would really appreciate your, your thoughts on this. You think this is a good idea? Does it sound okay? What do you think? I was scared to death to send that email. I didn't know David that well. Um, I didn't know what he was going to think. I didn't know if he was going to think I was some kind of crazy person or that I was just, you know, uh, out of my element. Right. But I shot it over anyway. David responded, said he loved it, gave me some great feedback, some good constructive criticism. And I said, you know what, maybe this is a good idea. The very next day, David was introducing me to get up and do my technical talk. And he told the entire room about the podcast idea. (laughs) So now I'm on the hook uh, in front of some pretty significant people in my industry for this podcast. And uh, you know what? I cannot tell you the kinds of things that taking that one big action, emailing David, created uh, for the next year of my life and is continuing to evolve. So this is the kind of stuff that we're talking about here. These are the kind of big actions we're talking about here. And we'll, we'll get into some more of this as we move along. When you think about it, right, big actions don't usually just happen. That big action I just described to you was really as much as it seemed like an off-the-cuff massive action, but it was a result of years of decision-making and life experiences. If, If I hadn't spent time in my youth working with audio equipment as a, as an aspiring musician, right? That contributed to what I'm doing here. If I hadn't spent years in my youth working in, uh, you know, if I didn't take that high school journalism class that contributed to what I'm doing here, if I hadn't spent time building other businesses and creating visions for my life and, and being able to identify market needs because of those exercises that probably wouldn't have resulted in what happened here. So nothing is ever off the cuff as it seems, right? And we'll, we'll continue to talk about that as well. But how do you know 
what actions to take? Well, it's all relative, right? But I would ask you this, what are your years of experiences, your lifelong desires telling you about where you should be now? I don't just mean in career either, right? Because maybe you're 15 years old right now and you're listening to this. You should still be able to answer this question, right? What, what have your experiences and lifelong desires, what are they telling you about? If you want to know what you're really about, start journaling all the little actions you do all day. What things or activities do you naturally gravitate towards? Why? What skills have you picked up along the way? How do you translate this gravitational pull that you experience this and your skill set? Like, how do you translate that into value creation? How do you deliver that value to the market, right? And it doesn't matter. Uh, are you a careerist looking to start a business or move up in your organization? It still applies, right? Are you an entrepreneur looking to solve real world problems? Still applies. That gravitational pull is important to recognize. That skill set you've developed already is important to recognize because it becomes the building block as you move forward. So why take big actions? What are you? What if you're saying to yourself right now, well, isn't just what I've always done been good enough? If you think so, I'm not going to try and convince anyone that what they're doing isn't working. What I'm going to guess... You probably have lots of ideas about how things should be or could be better, right? So I think we all do. And those ideas are indicators about where you can provide value and how you can grow and develop. But that's just talk, right? Talk doesn't cook rice. What does that mean? I don't know. No, I know. If rice is your solution, you have to take action and get to cooking if you want some rice. If you want to cook up that solution, you can't just think about it, right? You can't just talk about it. And even if you're totally satisfied with where you are, do you think that what you're doing is going to be this way forever or is change inevitable? So much of what we talk about at Innovate IPM is preparation for change, right? It's kind of our basis of existence here. We say the future of people, practices, and technologies. That's our slogan. But sometimes we throw a verb in front of that. Sometimes it's exploring the future of people, practices, and technologies. And sometimes it's presenting the future of people, practices, and technologies. Well, today, it's going to be preparing for the future of people, practices, and technologies. What does the future hold for your place in the job market or in the world of business? It's hard to tell in these times, but we have indicators, right? We can literally see the technologies evolve. We can watch large stalwart businesses completely change course and structure. We can identify the need to do things differently in project development and execution through statistics because we know that big projects, the statistics look pretty bad. Uh, so we know there's needs there. And let's be real. It's not all just about our strengths. It's also about our limitations. Some of those are going to be physical limitations. Some will be time constraints. Some will be current conflicts of interest. And these can be obstacles to overcome. And they can also be, they can also be the thing that puts constraints on us, right? 
And so if you feel like the limitations in your life prevent you from taking the big actions necessary to achieve your goals, then the first actions may be, may be the need to remove these limitations. But if you can't remove these limitations, then you can use them as a source of creativity, right? Necessity is the mother of inventions. If you want it bad enough, you'll figure out a way to make it happen. And by those constraints, you'll just get more creative, so don't look at limitations always as a bad thing. Sometimes they're a good thing. So based on this foundation, right, we're going to build a big action plan together. And you can find a download at Innovate IPM to get you started. You can go there, click on resources in the menu, click the button that says, give me the big action plan template, and that'll guide you through the process. All right. Time to stop talking about what you want to do and start taking the actions necessary to achieve your desires. Let's get to work. Let's build the life, the business, the career, that tech product, that new way of doing something important. And the immortal words of Ralph Emerson Waldo or Ralph Waldo Emerson, what you do speaks so loud I cannot hear what you say. So let's talk about the steps in the process. There's three big steps. Plan the big actions, track the big actions, follow through the big actions. That's pretty basic stuff, right? So big actions are different for everyone, but the process for determining them is about the same. We'll work through that process and give you some food for thought along the way so that you can determine your own personal big actions that are appropriate for your life. To kick things off, we're going to talk about my first three big action concepts uh, that'll help you to determine your personal big actions. And the first one's going to be self-discovery. So big action concept number one, self-discovery. That big action concept, um, well, for me personally, right, I'm, I'm a bit of a serial entrepreneur. I've started businesses on whims that made money that I absolutely hated, right? I've made bad career decisions based on the idea that it was the appropriate next step in my growth, and by the way, this is a common fallacy and one we'll touch in another episode, you know, just because you can doesn't mean you should. The reasons I ended up in those situations, I believe, is because I lacked a sufficient self-awareness. Of course, I don't regret any of them because they made me more self-aware, right? Still, I can't help but to wonder if I could have got to where I am now years sooner had I put in the proactive work of self-discovery. It also makes me wonder if I'm aware of myself enough now to get to where I want to be in five years, maybe in three years, or keep myself from getting there in eight years, right? Does that make sense? It's important to identify the things preventing you from taking big action steps in the first place. And for most of us, that biggest obstacle is ourselves right? How do we know? Well, you do this by paying attention to yourself. Ask yourself questions. Take a take an outsider's perspective of yourself. How do you act in critical situations? What causes you serious negative emotions? I mean, we all have to go through some negative emotions, but serious, like debilitating negative emotions, depression, massive anxiety. Those are things you might want to avoid. That's a sign of toxicity in your life. And, and it's an indicator of who you are as a person. What do you think about when you have nothing going on, right? 
if you're lucky enough to have nothing going on for a minute (laughs) and we should really all take time to have nothing going on every once in a while. How do you distract yourself? I think we all get in the habit of kind of distracting ourselves from doing things that we know are important. What are the ways that you do that? That's probably a telltale sign of, of your character and who you are as a person and how cluttered is your life? Some parts, some parts of my life are not cluttered at all. Some parts are total disaster. Why? What is it about me that clutters up that part of my life? For me, it's probably mostly my schedule, right? My schedule is just jam-packed all the time. Some people, it's their car. Uh, Oftentimes, it's mental processes. So don't limit clutter to physical clutter. It can be anything. But that clutter is is holding you back. And by identifying that clutter in your life, it tells you things about yourself. So big action concept number two is visioning, right? You have to know where you're going if you're going to get there on time. Where do you see yourself in business or your career in the next five years, three years, one year, the next three months, the next week? What big action are you going to do today to make sure you get there when you want to be there? This is why the first concept is so important. It's easy to be distracted by the status quo and build your vision based on something arbitrary like what my parents wanted the meme to be or what I was told would make the most money or what my professor told me had to happen if I wanted to be successful. Let's break out of that. Take what's valuable from that, bring it with you, leave the rest of it for all the other rats in the race, right? We're talking about doing something bigger, something different, something faster, something better. Let's do the self-discovery work first, and then we're going to build a vision around that unique character, the strengths, the talents, the desires, and even our limitations. And these all add up to your personal genius, right? This is your signature in the universe, and that is more important than squeezing into a job description for the next five years. And big action number three, planning, right? Now we know, and, and if you're in engineering and construction, you are probably uh, very familiar with the planning process, right? Um, So now that we know who we are, or at least we have a better idea and where we want to be, let's start at five years or maybe even three, write down all the big actions that need to happen along the way if we want to see this vision become a reality, right? So... What do you do? What are these big actions? How do you know that they're going to work? These are scary things. Sometimes there's risk attached to them. In fact, there's always some kind of risk attached to them. But but here's the secret. Sometimes you don't know what exactly to do. Sometimes you don't know what's going to work. Because life's just funny that way, right? You make a plan. You do your best to stick with it. Then the best thing that ever could have happened to you occurred for no obvious reason. It's crazy. And that action you thought would be a game changer, the one you had to do to fix all the other problems in your life, turned into nothing more than an excellent lesson learned, right? It didn't change the game at all. It just gave you another data point. But this is just life, right? So so here's the trick. If you take no action, nothing happens. 
But if you take intelligent action, you take big action, the good things are going to come to you in unexpected ways. That's the trick to life right there. All right. That was my motivational speech for the day. Back to the nuts and bolts of the planning. Your plan might include, say, upskilling, job changing, saving money, paying down debt, increasing sales, expanding your network, et cetera, et cetera. So just for food for thought here, an action plan for upskilling might be go to grad school and get an MBA. Nothing wrong with this. I'm not discouraging it at all. If it's the right thing for you, absolutely do it. I'm just going to use it as an example here though. That's a action plan, a big action plan to reach the same goal of upskilling in this case, upskilling in business skills might be to meet the CEO of a mid-sized tech company in your town and propose trading some of your time and energy for his mentorship, right? What's the difference there? Well, one, you're going to get a degree and, and maybe that's valuable for you. And if it is great. And on the other one, you're going to get real hard. Uh, you're going to get hard life experience from somebody who's in the trenches, right? So maybe one of these is more valuable to you than the other. One of them is definitely not so status quo and takes bigger risk. So something to think about there. Maybe an action plan for increasing sales might be to set up a booth at a conference and pick up leads there, right? Maybe that's a, a part of your, we'll call it the status quo action plan. Nothing wrong with it. Again, if it works for you, great. A big action plan though, might be to start putting out weekly content on YouTube that provides free value to those most likely to buy your product, right? If you can commit to that and you can make that happen in a way that, that benefits you and more importantly, the viewer, then you're going to see success happen on a new level in a new way. But again, it's your life. It's your business. It's your career. So we want to determine what works for you and your personal genius and your vision. Put that into a plan. Again, you can download one at innovateipm.com and start scheduling to its completion. Listen, I hope this helps you in your pursuit of success. There will be more to come in the next episode of Big Action Fridays. Uh, and I want to leave you with this. Are you looking to level up in your career business? Um, I'd love to talk to you about it. You can give me, uh, you can actually go to the website now and schedule time with me to discuss anything about improving your career business strategy. Go to Innovate IPM, click on the word strategy in the menu at the top, and then follow the links. If you found this valuable, please subscribe, give us a rating, give us a review on iTunes. Uh, this helps us to reach more people who also want to explore the future of people, practices, and technologies within the Innovate IPM community. And that's what I have for today, folks. I hope you like it. If you did, please send me a message um, through the website, just a contact form, and let me know what you thought about it because uh, I'm definitely interested in feedback. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.